and welcome to Cameo Guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson, and as always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello, hello. All right. Yeah. So, we went this week yes. to the lovely Cameo Cinemas. We did. Which is always a treat for us. Mm-hmm. It's been a while, actually. It's been some time, yes. Because mm. we, we did a lot of at-home movies recently, we did. especially with the whole, yeah, the whole month. Uh, the festive thing that we mm. did, and uh, lovely New Year's Eve. Um, but then we decided we'd go see Downsizing. Yeah. In hindsight, we probably could have seen some better stuff. I was kind of, I kind of forgot that three billboards opened. As did I. And that is, that's one of the movies I've been very excited to see. Yeah. And so it's a little bit disappointing that we were at the cinema the day it came out and went and saw this instead. But we'll get into it. I, I don't think we made... The worst decision? It's not the worst decision, um, but... Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Uh, what have you been watching this week? Um, I've started watching a show called Wormwood, which oh, is on I've, Netflix. I've heard of it. Is that an Australian horror show? No, that's a definitely American. Okay. It's definitely an American-like half documentary and then half played out. It's about, um, what's the actual plot? Um, like a guy that works in the CIA randomly one day jumps out of a hotel building and he kills himself. Oh my. And the whole story about it is that the CIA actually slipped LSD to him. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a really strange, interesting sort of story and it... it a lot of it, a lot of the documentary series is like an eight-part, six-part series. It's yep. the guy's son, because this happened in nineteen sixty, whatever. Yeah, um, just the guy's son recounting what happened and then what the CIA said and didn't say, and claimed that he claimed that he fell out of the hotel when clearly he didn't. It's a really interesting story. It's got Peter Sarsgaard. Okay. In yep. it and a lot of other well-known, pretty well-known actors. And it's a TV show. And it's a like a yeah, like a mini series on Netflix. Mm, I might have to give it a whirl. It's I recommend it. I'm about halfway through, so that's about it. No, that's fair. At the moment. Um, I'm also in the middle of uh, two Netflix shows. Okay. Always fun. One comedy, one uh, thriller. So it's always good mm-hmm. to have a blend. Um, we're watching The Sinner at the moment. I've is, seen that, uh, yes. Have you watched it? No, no, I've seen, oh, like seen, a, that it's I've seen the ads and stuff. Yeah, and so Jessica Biel, Jessica um, yep. Bill Pullman. Yep. Um, that's pretty much it from the cast, but very, very interesting. Like, Yeah, just from the, the, the one-line synopsis. The premise, yeah, it was yeah. a confronting first few minutes of that movie. Yep, yep, um, I can imagine. Not movie, TV show. Um, yeah, keeping keeping us guessing, which is always nice. Okay, that's good, yep. Um and then we are also, we being Jess and I, have started watching season three of a show called Love Sick. Yep. Which Never is heard of it. a British comedy. Yep. Uh, it's about a guy who uh, gets an STD and yep. so decides to contact all of his exes. And oh. over the seasons, you find through every episode, him contacting a different ex. And so mm-hmm. flashbacks to that relationship. Oh. And throughout all of those kind of interactions, you found out that he's been in love with his best friend for a long time. And okay, hmm, it's a very, very good show. Do you, do you find out who got him lovesick? Uh, I don't believe so. It's been see the problem was season one and two I watched and binged on Netflix a while back, uh-huh. and now this season's come back out about two years. So it's been quite a dis- bit of a bit of a bit of a gap. Bit of a gap. Yeah. So it was okay. very hard and. They didn't do the normal Netflix thing that they do for their own shows where they make a recap. Mm. Oh. So you just jump straight into season three. It was okay. took a while to get back into the swing of things, but mm-hmm. it's been very good. Very okay. well written show. Ah. Oh, yeah, there you go. So that's right. what I've been watching. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we have a Bakesy update? Nope. I thought we had uh, something. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't it's, a good one. He seemed to have <laughs> taken our feedback on board uh, from... <laughs> When, when did we... Like, we read out his essay, I think, in the Love Actually episode. 
Uh, yes. So quite a few episodes back. So it's been a while since mm-hmm. we actually had an update from Bagsy. Um, but here is his latest update, which is titled Update Full Stop. In yep. Iceland, it's cold. Government lifts the ban on fireworks for one week over New Year's. So it's also pretty noisy and colourful. So he's, he's taking the advice a bit too literally. Yeah. He, he, he took it a bit serious. We, we want... We joke that we don't want some in-depth analysis, but I'd like some in-depth analysis. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we hurt his feelings a little bit. I think you hurt his feelings. I think you agreed with my sentiment no, that we didn't I want liked, an essay. I liked the first one. Yeah. And then the second one might have been a little bit much. A little bit? Might have been a lot a bit much. Yeah. And I just want you to just admit kind of... that you were on board with the criticism. Yeah, yeah, but now I miss it. I'm willing to admit I miss it. Yeah, Maybe we're just starting to miss him a little bit. I am missing him. Yeah. When's he back? End of the month? No, he better be. Yeah. Okay. So that's Bagsy and that's his whereabouts. Our, that's our forgotten man. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this movie. Yep. So do trailer trash and or treasure. Or do you want this at the end? Uh, No, let's get it out of the way now. Yeah, because it can... can... Just keep the people waiting. Yes. (laughs) We can downsize their... Expectations just a little bit. Yeah, whatever. All right, so uh, we've only... Have we done this at all yet? Yeah. We did it once. We did it once. Disaster artist. And then with The Last Jedi, it went disastrously. Look, I wanted to bring it back and then... Forgot everything. Realised we took no notes. But this time, I took you notes. were right on it. You were sitting there with your phone, <laughs> jotting down the movies. So uh-huh. we, we got uh, from the lovely people at Cameo Cinemas, uh, three trailers. <laughs> we did. Uh, the first one's probably the worst of the bunch. Which was the first one? Swinging Safari. I read uh, a list today of movies to look out for, and that was highly... Recommended that trailer does not do it any favors. Then, so it's um, it's yeah, just your standard crappy Aussie looking film. Yeah, where it's set. What era is that? Eighties. So I think it's more seventies. Anyway, seventies. So it's about um, a cul-de-sac and three yeah. families that live in the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that you know there's rival families. There's a family in the middle, which is our protagonist. Mm-hmm. According to the trailer, a trailer of too much narration is always a yeah. The tra- it was bad too song. much that trailer. And then uh, the families seem to swing together, hence the name of the movie. Yes, and it all seems to unravel. Yeah, I think the kids watch them yeah. have sex with each other, and, and just from looks like the parents lose it a little bit as well because of it. Yeah, yeah. Look, this this trailer did nothing for me at all. Uh, a very interesting cast. So you got Guy Pierce, yep. Julian McMahon, yep. Kylie Minogue, Asha Ketty. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. Yeah, but and like others. Strong Australian was, cast. Yeah, and other, yeah, yeah. yeah. But God, does it look odd. It didn't it didn't look like fun. It didn't it didn't look like anything interesting, but yep. that might be just the limitations of the trailer and or whoever made it wasn't interested in the yeah. movie in general. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I'm going to say trash. Put it in the trash pile. Put it in the trash. Um, then we got Molly's Game again. So oh, I should have played the toilet effect, but that's not really trash. No, that's poo. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the trailer goes beyond trash, we will flush it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Molly's game was Molly's game. Looks Jessica okay. Chastain. Yeah, it looks like to be an uh, Aaron Sorkin film. Yep, it's got Idris Elba. It's got Chris O'Dowd. We spotted him. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. I I actually think it'll be quite interesting. Aaron Sorkin can write the shit out of a movie. Yep. So I'm expecting lots of talking, mm-hmm. which is all the trailer really showed. Yeah, it was all talking and just money. I'm I'm, I'm interested. I'd yeah. look forward to seeing Idris in a good film again. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, but in terms of trailers, yeah, a bit trash. Yeah, I didn't like it. Like it's, I don't, I don't think they're 
they're not selling. They're not selling it well. Like you're not putting, you know, bums in seats with that trailer. No, you're not. You're not selling what's probably good about the movie. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I mean, it, they also can't just have it all. Like I know we said it's heavy dialogue in the trailer, but it's probably more heavy dialogue in the movie. Oh, God, yeah. They just probably can't do that. And there's probably going to be some walking and talking. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I've never seen anything by Aaron Sorkin. We know this. Have you we, know this. Have we gone into this before? Yes. All of a sudden, I'm shocked. When the last time we spoke about Molly's game, which was before Disaster Artist. Oh. We've done this trailer before. Have we? Yes. That's why I was being a bit brief about it. Oh, God. I had no <laughs> recollection whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. All right. I said the same things last time. Molly's so game. There we go. Yep. And then we had The Post, which is the Tom Hanks... Meryl, Meryl Streep, Steven Spielberg. Looks film. interesting. My issue with this trailer was, don't do the will they, won't they release the papers. We're we in, know they we're in the, the future. Papers. We know you've done it. Sell it to me a different way. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I mean, literally, like, the trailer was all about like building this tension and this idea the of, air of uncertainty. will they or won't they. Yeah. It's like, we know. like. Yeah. I mean, like... It might be some sort of like giving off spotlight vibes, which I it, really enjoy. It very much felt like spotlight. Mm. I think it's going to be a poor man's spotlight. Yeah, I'm not sure about it. I don't think like Spielberg. No, oh, just he might ham it up a bit. I think he'll ham it up a bit. Mm. I don't think he does hard hitting drama well. But sure, he did. You know, like um, brothers. What am I thinking? Don't know. Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Which in my mind then was just Band of Band Brothers. Band of Brothers. <laughs> Same kind of shit. Brother Ryan. But like, and like he does that, but I just, I don't think modern Spielberg does drama well. Yeah. Like so the last thing he did was um, Man on a Bridge. Man on the Bridge. It was about the Russian guy and Tom Tom Hanks again. Cast someone else as your male oh, lead. Yeah, I remember that movie. Like that, that was good, but it was it's a just... bit too... It's just long. Feel good and... Yeah. They have a certain feel, a lot of Tom Hanks movies, mm. of just being really long-winded. Yep. And sort of self-aggrandizing. Sully. Especially for him. Yeah. That was exactly Sully. Yeah. So, I don't know. The, the trailer was okay. It's in the middle. Yeah. Trashy treasure. <laughs> yeah. It, again, it's... I think I want to, like, I, I make it an, an effort to go see pretty much everything that's going to be nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So I'll go see it. Yeah. Do I think it's going to be amazing? Can. Nah. I'm not, I'm not rushing to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. All right. That was uh, trailer, trailer trash or treasure. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the cast and crew for this. For downsizing. Yes. So for downsizing, correct, which is the movie we saw yes. starring <laughs> Matt Damon. I'm going to do the cast first because I really want to talk about the director. Yes. For this. Yes. So we had Matt Damon as mm-hmm. our lead, as Paul Safranek. What do you think about Paul? What do you think about Matt Damon? Uh, again, pretty vanilla. He's neither here nor there. He looked. I don't know. He put on weight for the role. Yeah, he looked interesting in this movie and he mm-hmm. just portrayed some sort of. I don't know. Like, he just wasn't sure of himself. That was the character. Yeah. I, I, I think I think he played his role well. Yeah, I just don't know whether it's for him. Mm. Mm. We'll get we'll get into him yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's talking the entire movie because it's pretty much just all on I him. I will hold on to that. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Yes. As Dushan. <laughs> Dushan. Uh, we also had Hong Chow. Yes. As Nok Lan Tran. She was she was trailer. really good. Uh, I'll get into. I I think she was the moment where I finally went with this movie. You've lost me a little bit. I don't know. Like the the idea is ridiculous. So yeah. throw a ridiculous character in. I don't. True. But that's probably the least of the problems of the movie. I guess. <laughs> um, Keep going. I'm, I'm, we had Kristen Wiig. Yes. We'll get into her character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got a lot of Norwegian people who I can't really pronounce their names. Yep. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. We had Mary Beth Munro, who was his wife. Yep. Uh, a nice, quick, random James Vanderbeek. Yeah, it's just a 
an anesthesiologist who was kind of there to kind of uh, point out undermine like Matt Damon. Paul and, could have had, yeah. Um, and Udo Kier as uh, Conrad, one of Dusan's friends. Like the oh, main yeah, friend. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was very good. Yeah, as yeah. his like captain friend. Yeah. All right, so that's the cast. Well, I think mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk more about them as we get there. Yep. As we get through the movie, uh, what I did want to talk about, or what I do want to talk about, more likely, and mm-hmm. I've lost the page. I've lost the page. Oh, what have you done? Okay. So Alexander Payne and is the director. Done. See, I had really high hopes for this movie. Yeah, because three of my favorite movies he was heavily involved in. Mm-hmm. So he has directed. Election. Yep. Have you ever seen that? That's um, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Reese Broderick. Reese. Yep. Bit, no, of, a, bit of a dark comedy. Yeah. Um, and he was also the producer on The Descendants. Mm-hmm. And this movie has the same writer. writer. Yep. Uh, he was also director of Sideways, About mm-hmm. Schmidt. So some really good movies. Mm-hmm. And I think a favourite of... Both of ours. Oh, yes. Nebraska. Yes. Which a few years back I thought was pretty hard That was done probably my favourite. Award season. Well, I mean, I mean the, the actors of that movie got recognition. Yeah. Because I believe Bruce Stern won an award. And then. Did Bruce Stern win an award for that? I thought he did. I could be completely wrong, but I, I thought I recall. I think June won. June might have won as well. Mm hmm. Now I need to know, <laughs> but I really liked that movie. Uh, just its just its tone was really interesting, and it being black and white, and just like yep. a like a, a a son and a father on a road trip, and just showing the character between them. And I think his directorial style suited ne- the story of Nebraska more. It was Nebraska, a smaller scale. Smaller scale was a slow film. Yeah, this movie I felt. Didn't get its pacing right. It was three acts, it clearly got, it was defined. Very acts. slow. Yeah, but then they tried to circumvent its slow pace by constantly doing some time jumps. Yeah, I think it skipped time about four or five. Oh, times. in the first twenty minutes. Um, yeah. which you know isn't necessarily a bad thing, but no. I just I think they they leaned heavily on that. Oh, they did. to they, move the narrative. Yeah, without they didn't want to bore us with exposition. Or like the startup, or yeah. which is fine. I don't need to see like twenty five minutes of that Norwegian town starting. Whatever. God, no. Who yeah. cares? Like I get but, that. Yeah, I just, I, I, it didn't feel like it was well directed. No, I, I didn't feel his personality. Yeah. Um, I'll get into this now. We won't. We'll get to it, I think, through what we're talking about. Anyways, I was having a good chat with um, a guy from work today. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because he blames me for not warning him off this movie. Oh. I was like, oh. So it's, it's not my job. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And I think I agreed with one of the points he made. And I think that's what really hurt this film in the end was there was no... Because of that pace, there was no real payoff to the film. Well, you get that with the ending. But you kind of don't. like. No, no, no I'm, I'm saying you don't get a payoff. Yeah. Like, it, it just, just ends. It ends, and it's just kind of like, it's it's built up to nothing. Like, it's the one movie where I maybe would have appreciated a bit of a twist. Yep. Like, I don't know, like he, you know, at the end runs back out and they're already gone. Mm. And he's then left alone in this village, like. Yeah. Like, so, I, I just, it felt, nothing happened. Well, they... They kind of wanted the like a social commentary, yeah, and they wanted the feel good, and they wanted a love story, and they wanted uh, they 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 wanted too many things. But I guess at the same time, the storyline does hit the end of the theme where it's kind of like the whole point that um, Hong Chao's character makes the point of mm-hmm. is, and like he kind of gets it drilled into him from Dusan as well. He's like. In the grand scheme of things, he's insignificant. Yeah. Which he feels anyway. Yeah. And so. this movie kind of feels insignificant yeah. as yeah. a result. Yeah. Well, that's... It was just a bit long as well. Yeah. Like, I think as soon as we left, 
the cinema, I've, I've said to you, I'm like, that first 40 minutes, Black Mirror episode would yep. have been great. Yep. Have the, when he gets downsized and then what happens after that, you just cut it off there and that's great. Yep. And then they just kind of, it, it just felt like a different movie. And then like by the third act, you don't even thinking, you're not even thinking about them being small. You're just yeah, watching they're, a movie. They're, they're just now people. Like it became them being downsized meant nothing. No. Apart from people being annoyed and or. But like the last hour of the film, it's just him living a life. There's no context of him being. Small. Small anymore. No. Yeah. God, it could have been and so. It, it, just, it could have been just, good. It just became about a movie about a guy who wanted to be bigger. Yeah. So he got smaller to be bigger and it didn't work and out for him. Work, so he tries to find another avenue of being bigger, which is helping people. And it just. Yeah. Like, I get what it was trying to do. I just don't think it paid off in any way. Not in any meaningful way, no. no. But. No but tried slapping you in the face to pretend that it had made this monumental, like you said, social commentary. Yeah. Like, made this point. I just... Yeah. Interest, interesting film. I Like, I, don't, I didn't hate it. No. I didn't particularly like it. Like, it's very... It was cookie there. cutter. Yeah. It was there. All right. Do we, want to, do we want to run through just a bit of the plot? Yeah. I think we can... Well, as I've said, you can probably... Talk about the three... The three. The three acts? Yeah, the three acts. So, are you defining the three acts as him big? Yep. Him... Him Becoming small? small? Uh, Yeah, him be... mm, No. So, when he becomes small and his wife's not there... Yep. That's one. And then his life... That that is your traditional opening act? Yeah. Yep. And And then his life within that... Yep. Meeting... And then I, I'd plan, say, and then going to Norway. I say, I'd say your third act is almost him, um, him starting to work for her. Okay, so is, it, is it, your it, real it, third yeah. act kind, of, and that propels into you the, towards the rest your conclusion, of it. Yep. kind of. Thing. So it's a, it's it's a pretty long first act, not much of a second, and then the third, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So we'll go through the first. Okay. So we're we're introduced to. Uh, Actually, if I really started from the start of this movie, we Norwegian Norwegian scientist is doing some tests on some mice. Yep. Rushes into his boss, tells him that he's done it. Mm-hmm. We then cut to five years later. It's now uh, we're, I think we're in Finland, wasn't it? We are in another European country. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Um, they're doing a presentation. Mm-hmm. His boss is there talking through something. He's got a tiny little box on his lectern. He opens the box up. And there is the the scientist we saw at the start, yeah. who is now is it one eighth or one eighteenth? One eighteenth. <sighs> the size. They of said what he so was. many numbers. I don't. Yeah. Remember. So he's about one eighteenth the size of a normal person, mm-hmm. um, and they've kind of proposed that this is the solution to all of the Earth's climate issues mm-hmm. and you know sustainability issues because if you're one eighteenth of the size, it's one eighteenth of the waste. The waste. So yeah. And at this point, they reveal that. He's not the only small person. There's, in fact, a whole village of people yeah. that have lived like this and have even, you know, conceived and had children and everything. Mm. Flash forward now, it's 10 years. Yes. So, again, really brisk uh-huh. movement on this. Yeah. Or was it 10 years? Yes, it was 10 years. It was, yeah, it was 10. No, sorry. So, no, we then cut is... to Paul. Yeah. It's still within that five years later mm-hmm. timeline and it's the day of that announcement and we're seeing him... Uh, collects some dinner. He goes home to his sick mother, mm-hmm. um, who's just a real, real character. Yeah. Just, well, she doesn't hang around, so it's all good. Yeah. Uh, she <laughs> she dies. Uh, ten years later, we find out that Paul is still living at that home. Obviously yes. inherited it. His mother passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he now has his wife, Kristen Week, who almost instantly, eh. I was just like, there's nothing here. This is no romance. No. And... You kind of get slapped in the face with Matt Damon, uh, his story of caring and of caring and giving up his dreams of being a doctor just yeah. to take care of his mum. And you're like, oh well, that's nice, but don't keep dwelling on it. Yeah, so, because yes, he he reveals that at his high school reunion. Yeah, uh, with James Vanderbeek's character, 
Um, we also see him, Kristen Wiig, again, you just instantly know that she's not a great wife. No. Um, because she's forcing him to move into a bigger house, mm. which they're not really financially secure enough for. And uh, we even see that their mortgage application gets pushed back. Yep. They then go to this uh, alumni evening at mm-hmm. the high school or college. I don't Alumni Whatever. is probably college. Yep. yep. Um, and at this event, one of his old buddies comes in Small. downsized. Yeah. In his little carry case thing. Yeah. Um, and he's pretty amazed by that. You can tell pretty quickly, like, Paul's very interested in downsizing. Yeah, as soon as he saw the... The original announcement. The thing on the TV, he was yeah. pretty impressed. He's pretty like, oh, wow, look at that. And peppered yeah. throughout all of these scenes is clear sentiment from the bigs that they don't necessarily buy into the whole downsizing no. thing. Um, a lot of the rhetoric around, you know, they're not paying their taxes because they're not really spending as much. Yeah. Um, which gets explained a bit later on mm-hmm. um but yeah so paul's meeting up with his buddy and he's telling me you know it's the best thing that he ever did mm-hmm. you know kind of explaining the life that they've got now because of what they did yeah um and it all seems pretty good so they go you know what let's let's, let's go to the estate so the estate yes leisure land leisure land. <laughs> uh, the best one apparently um and they go and uh, they're quickly wowed by a presentation from Neil Patrick Harris oh, and his wife, Laura Dern. Yeah, I'm like, that's a strange pairing. Odd cameos in this. Yeah. It's it's like it's like these actors went, oh, I really like the idea. I yeah. want to be involved in it. I just want to be involved in the project, yeah. And then... Eh. Yeah. Um, but Neil Patrick and Laura Dern's characters quickly make it clear to people that if they downsize, they'll actually be quite... Yeah, well cause, off because things because they're smaller, they don't cost as much. Yeah, so like Laura Dern has her matching diamond necklace and earrings, which mm-hmm. only cost her eighty four dollars. Yeah, some yeah, it's just it's just yeah, the living this way can create a life that you'll never be able to obtain as a if big. you're big. Yeah, which I I like that idea. That idea is interesting. Yeah, it's just like. Because you would be tempted, and I think uh, to do that. just like Christoph Waltz' character really yeah. explains that well. He's like, because the whole positioning of the downsizing is this thing to save the environment, which it never. And, and Dushan yeah. pretty much calls out to Paul. He's like, no one's doing this for that. No, everyone's here to become fucking rich. Yeah, and it's all just selfishness. And if it was about the environment, all these people wouldn't have like mansions yeah. in the downsizing community. All all this stuff. Yeah. It'd be all about conserving, but this is just all about making everything just a little bit smaller. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so they, they go in, they've, they're, they've got not a lot of savings. Seems no. like they've only got $128,000, mm-hmm. uh, but they find out if they downsize, that actually equates to something like... 12.5 12. mil or something. Yeah, yeah. which they instantly... Like the sound of, yeah. It's Paul's chance to finally become a big guy, kind of thing, a successful yeah. guy. Like fulfill. It, it's it's time for him to. It, it feels like he's trying to prove himself to his wife. Yeah, and yeah. and she initially seems very interested in it as yeah. well because she gets the lifestyle that she clearly wants. wants. Yeah. yeah, um. So they decide to do it, mm-hmm. and they have a nice big uh, going away. Mm-hmm. And where again, this the going away party is just clearly there to show. How other like big people see people who downsize? Like, yeah, her mum can't come to visit her because she's so distraught. But the dad's kind of like, I get it. I get, you it, get yeah, to live this say, lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a random bar fly <laughs> who just really <laughs> yeah. goes in hard on him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether that's it was not so subtle kind of racial overtones with that whole sort of thing. The fact he was Mexican. No, like I think just talking about oh, big. Oh, why do you? Yeah, why do you have yeah. these rights and I don't? I you should get one quarter of a vote. Just kind of trying to make them feel lesser, yes, yeah. because they are. I don't know. No, it's, it's fair point. So, yeah. um, yeah, they then uh, they head off mm-hmm. to have their operation. Yep. Um, and yeah, long, long yep. scene them so, getting prepped. So yeah, no um, hair. Paul goes. 
Paul goes in first. Yes. I think that's a very big point to make. Yes. So Paul goes in first. And I kind of liked the way they did shoot this scene. Like, he goes down this long hallway. Mm. And as he's going down the hallway, he gets smaller. Yeah. Of the way they shot it. I was kind of yeah. like, that's, that's yeah. a bit clever. Yeah, down it is. And she stays big as he mm. gets small. Mm. Um, and so he then goes into the back room and they shave off every hair on his body. Yep. Um, he looks fucking weird. Then they give him an enema. Yes. And then they take the dentist teeth out because they take out the fillings and everything like that because yeah. uh, this only works on organic material. Mm-hmm. So if, as we find out later on, one guy had they forgot to take out a filling and his head exploded. Yep. He shrunk. Yep. Oh, that'd be pretty gruesome. Yeah, it would. But he'd be tiny, so it's Yeah, it wouldn't matter. It's, it's okay. <laughs> oh, unless his head explodes mid-downsizing, like as soon as it starts. Oh, good point. Because So then it's like a little bit smaller, but yeah. not overly small. And, and it was there's, these, there's some these scenes happening. where they could have a bit of comedy around it as well. Like it's yeah. this whole big room of, you know, big blokes. Like there yeah. wasn't a skinny one amongst them. No. And like they go in. It's like a microwave. They're in there for about a minute. And then yep. the staff go back in and they're so small that they pick them up in a spatula and put them on little, so that's little a good tables. Idea. So I thought that was really funny. It I was guess. funny. And then like the the bigs, you know, wheel them up mm. to this door and it cuts to a scene where it's looking like ordinary guys. Yeah. But they open their door and they're looking up at this giant woman as they mm-hmm. take in, you know, the new yeah small people. And yeah. Like that's where I think it had funny... Yeah, kind of interactions where it was like they played with the idea, the smalls, yeah. yeah. And you had those, you know, strange perspective moments, mm. and then from this moment on, that's gone. Ah, uh, bar one scene. Bar yeah, yeah. So then he wakes up mm-hmm. and is in an empty room. Mm. Asks where his wife is. Nurse runs off. Uh, you assume it's then been a couple of. I reckon it's been a long while waiting for that phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they give him a mobile mm-hmm. and it's Kristen Wiig's character on the phone mm. with uh, one eyebrow one shaved, eyebrow gone. which he says has been very difficult for her to endure as well as getting her hair shaved, um, <laughs> but has backed out at the last minute as uh-huh. uh, yeah, they started shaving her. It all became a bit too much for her. And she left. And she left. And mm. this, she was such a selfish bitch in this part. Yeah, like, like I she, understand. She, I understand not wanting to do it. Yeah. But like she was acting like her head getting shaved was the worst thing in the world. And he's like, I'm six inches tall right now. Like, yeah. I have no hair or anything. Yeah, you've like, this is how you're separating and this from me. Partly your idea. Yeah. I'm here because I'm providing the life that you want. Yeah. We've sold into this yeah. together. Because yeah. I reckon he'd be quite content in his family home. Like there was a little bit of resentment around it, but I don't think he would have... I think he, he, he obviously wanted more in his yeah. life, but he wasn't out to he wasn't get driven. a massive life. He wasn't out there to get something much more grand, just a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's him. He's divorced. He he then goes to his brand new mansion, which is just enormous. And I like as soon as I saw it, I'm like, even just not knowing his character that well, you could tell that house wasn't his taste either. No. Like it was all her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you we see. cut to one year later. Yep. So one year later, um, he's no longer in his mansion. No, he's, he's in, in an apartment really building. Yep. Dodgy looking apartment mm-hmm. um, because he's now getting divorced. Yep. Um, and from the sound of things, he didn't take her first offer. So he gets less money. And he got pretty much railroaded in the divorce. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so the, the, so the the point just before the divorce and just before him, that's where my cutoff, that's just... Oh, yeah, as soon as we, we then flash forward the year, this yep. is the middle, this is yep. act two. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like just as soon as Kristen Wiig decides not to go, God, it'd be such a interesting story. You like just, just cut leave it there. it there. Like, what happens to him? What's his life? Yeah, and then you don't, I don't know. You can you can make that up in your head, but then obviously they're making a movie. But I I, I disagree with the fact that um, like he almost ends up with no money. Like he seems pretty poor. Yet um, you'd almost assume like if he got even less than half, say he got a quarter mm. of real world money, mm. you'd feel like he'd still be 
a millionaire ish. Well. The, the, the apartment's new ish. It's newish, but you know and what And he I'm, can afford stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. still feel like they've made a point of like how opulent he would be. Mm. Like, even if he got a quarter, he should still have about $3 million. But that might be a... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, that, that part, I was kind of like, I get what they're, again, what like they're, they're trying they're, to do. They're, they're just trying him to in this situation. Him, yeah. yeah. They're trying to lower him down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's now got a... Single mother, girlfriend. Yes. Um, Weird character. Just a real nothing woman. Which I think, again, he wanted. Was, he wanted, and it was. Yeah. I think it was supposed to kind of also show almost like a female counterpart. Mm. Like that just sad, yeah. downtrodden kind of person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a party going on upstairs. Yep. He goes out onto the balcony and yells out for his neighbor, Dushan. Um, to p- turn the noise down, Dushan mm-hmm. comes in, and we're then introduced to Christoph Waltz's character, who I, he was a shining light in this film. I feel like he takes every role he's in, yeah, he pretty just, seriously. He likes to have fun, and he likes to sort of give his give usual his sort on. of yeah. Um, and you know, he you know, very charismatic. Yeah, he tells him to you know come up to the party. You know, don't mm. be that guy who's you know downstairs causing a scene like. You're welcome to join us. It's uh-huh. just a party, you know? Yep. Um, and yeah, so then Paul goes, I can't remember why they went out of their apartment. I think he was just saying goodnight. He was saying goodnight to her. Um, some guys come up for the party. Yeah. have a laugh about that. Um, and then she kind of, he, I feel like he overstepped his bounds a little bit a bit too soon. Well, I think because he, he goes, oh, it's been a while. Can't I see your kid? And she's like, oh, it's a bit soon. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck you then. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty much, all right, fuck you. We're, we're done here. So. We're done here. I'm going to take this real size flower that I bought for you. Yep. And I'm going to take it upstairs. Trot upstairs. And yep. he has a hell of a night, doesn't he? Oh, he loves he it. experiences he... new things, takes some drugs. Takes some drugs. Just has a bit of a dance. Yeah, of alcohol. obviously spilled some wine on his shirt. Yeah, meets some cool people. Yeah. That's pretty much... And, and it's, it's, again, it's just this idea, all right, This clearly this act is going to be, in some way, the... Finding a newer self It's finding kind of thing. the new person, yeah. a bit of a reawakening of Paul mm. Saffronic. Um, Saffronic. Saffronic. <laughs> that really pissed me off. Like, yeah. Um, I'm just going to backtrack one ever yep. so slightly. So the first night that he is in his... Mansion, mm-hmm. the only time we see him. He sits down in front of the TV and watches the news. Yes. And they're talking about uh, new immigration issues that have been caused by downsizing mm-hmm. and how at Target they found a plasma TV box full of 17 people. Yes. Who they believed were uh, political prisoners mm-hmm. who'd been forced to be downsized. Yep. And 16 of them had passed away in the box. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd found one alive who had to have her leg amputated. Yeah. Which is Hong Chao's character. Yes. So then the night, the day after the party, mm-hmm. Paul wakes up. I found it odd that he was the only one who passed out and stayed there. Well, Dushan's taken two ladies upstairs. Two young ladies, even though he's a married man. What a dude. Yeah. Did we meet his wife at the end? No, that wasn't his wife. No? No. Okay. I thought that did as he, well. Did he say that she's still big? Is that what he said once? I don't remember. Yeah, she's she's big. She's so still she big? helps okay. him with his like criminal uh, little empire thing yep. that he's got going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Paul wakes up to the sounds of cleaners coming in mm-hmm. and quickly notices that one of the cleaners has a... Noticeable limp. Noticeable limp mm. because of a fake leg. Mm-hmm. Realises it was that woman that he saw on the news all that year ago. Yep. Um, and quickly goes to talk to her because he's an occupational therapist. Oh, yeah. Um, again helping people, mm-hmm. didn't quite become a doctor, but found a way to help people. Yeah. Um, and pretty much tells her that, you know, you know, he wants to help her. You can see that she's in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. She just wants to get medicine out of Dushan's cabinet. Yeah. Um, says it's all right. Dushan's more than happy for it. Yeah. Um, and then Paul's like, hey, Dushan, do you know who this is? And Dushan's like, yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Why would I? No one, no one really cares, mate. Like, <laughs> Get over it. yourself, mate. Um, Paul then offers to help her with her leg. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, you'll come and help my friend who's sick. Yep. Um, and then she's a very forthright character. She, she, she just says doesn't what take she no thinks. for an answer. Mm. Says exactly what she thinks in a bit of broken English. Don't yes. you dare. I'm not... Okay. I won't yet. I he, won't. He wants to. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, they go very long trip mm-hmm. uh, to almost like the ghetto. It's like of the downsizing yeah. again. Here's a bit of social commentary that even in even in this is, world, in this little world where mm. you know everyone's rich, you still need a working class. Like you still need yeah. for those people to live their rich lifestyles. There still needs to be lower class. Yeah. So in how did they get there? Because it costs money, does it not, to downsize? Did they make bad choices when they got into? I'd say so. Like. I don't think downsizing. anyone ever kind of went, oh, it's like, I'd say it almost like if you've got the money to downsize, you can downsize, mm. but that, that's on you. Like, yeah, you're, right. you're in this place. Like, so like, like, I think so one they, of the, they, they yes. talked about like, um, uh, what's her name? Like, I'm just going to say Hong Chao because it's easier than her character. Like Noctran. Noctran. Yeah. Like her friend that they go visit, who's very sick. Yeah. She's all alone because her husband's the one whose head explodes. Mm. And she mentions that the husband had all the money. the money. Okay. So like they downsized, but in the process of him downsizing, he died. And so she was left alone with her money. Yeah. And maybe there's more like political prisoners or just stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Um, something like that. Yeah, so they kind of live outside of Leisureland though. Like they've set up their own little... Yeah, into like housing... Slums. They're slums. Yeah, the ghetto. Yeah, Yeah, the ghetto. So Paul... Goes to help. Um, Noctran? Yes. Is that who was saying? Tran Noc? I don't know. Noctran. Noctran. Yeah. Uh, she asks Paul how much of the medicine to use. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm not a doctor. Let's just start with two for now. She's, I give four. I give four. Now you leave kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and he Come says, back tomorrow. Come back. Do my leg. You're doing the voice. I, as I, much I, as I half to try. did it. You're kind of doing the voice. Okay, I'll stop. Um and so, yeah, we then cut to him coming back the next day to help with the leg. Mm-hmm. Asks where the old lady's gone. Well, she died. No, she died. Sorry. I'll stop. Stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, Noctran gave her too many of the painkillers. Yep. But she died happy. Yeah. Was what was said. Yeah. And, and you kind of just, the next 10, 15, whatever, it's just going through her life. And just seeing how many people she just likes to help. Yeah. Like, she's not nice about it. She just... She's not in, she's in a like, gi- a pleasant a, manner. I think she's a giving person. Yeah, but she doesn't have, like, the, the sort of social... Skills. Skills to but, kind but of again, go, oh, here's this. She's a bit of the language just, barrier. Yeah. yeah um, they then go back to her place. Mm-hmm. And Paul finally gets to help her with her leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts to work on it. And because he believes he can change some of the settings and Doodads, whatnot. yeah. Um, and breaks her leg. Yes, and they neither of them have the money to afford a new leg, uh, so for the next six weeks, Paul is then her pretty much indentured slave, yeah, helping her pretty much do all the tasks that she would have done herself. Mm-hmm. Um, which we then cut to <laughs> Dushan opening the door of his apartment as his cleaners come <laughs> in, and him pretty much pissing himself laughing because there is Paul, yeah, in the full cleaners outfit because. The first time we meet Dushan, him and Paul have a very frank chat mm-hmm. about the fact that he finds Paul pathetic. Yeah. And not, not I don't even think that came in, like, wasn't a mean way. No. It was it, just it, him being very honest and going, you, I see you, your life is pathetic. Yeah. You can do more. Yeah. It, it kind of felt like a, a person that, they were friends. He made a point to say yeah, that a like, lot. Dushan. I believe we're friends. We're neighbours. Neighbours are friends. So I yeah. can be honest with you. Yeah. And he, he wants... He wanted better for him. Yeah. So he just tried to push him. I, I actually got some very like loving fatherly vibes from Dushan when it came to Paul. Yeah, or like a bigger brother or yeah, just like kind of, sort of, like, yeah. Yeah, definitely wanted to support him and, and push him. Mm. Um, so he's, he's just laughing at Paul because of yeah. the situation because since that chat, he's become, in his eyes, even more pathetic. Like he's ah. now just doing all this cleaning. Um, Paul explains the situation and Dushan says he's got a way to get him out of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dushan... Paul and their friend, I can't remember, Eastern European sailor, captain guy, Mm -hmm. sit down and and start explaining to Noctran that Paul has to come and help them travel to Norway because they have have a a business where they sell large goods Mm -hmm. to all the the smaller villages kind of things around the world. um, Noctran is ecstatic about this news. She thinks it's the greatest. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's pretty quick that she believes that... uh, She's be also been invited on this trip uh-huh. because her and Paul have become so interlinked. Well, she also said that um, 
the the actual creator of downsizing has contacted her yeah. before saying, yeah. "Oh, you need to come because because he felt he felt bad, infinitely she, bad that because he created she, she'd something. been forced yeah to become small. Like it wasn't her choice in any mm. way because she was a political prisoner in Vietnam. Yeah, um, and so yeah, she tells this very touching story about how yeah. that one letter that she got from him was one of the things that actually kept her going, kept her going, and mm. you know turned her life around and and. You see Dushan and his friend in tears, and yeah. it's pretty clear that they're all going to Norway. Yep, they and are. And then uh, we cut to their, them on the boat in Norway, and mm-hmm. uh, things start, I think, to escalate a little bit here. Like um, they quickly meet the inventor, Jorgen, of Downsizing, Jorgen, that scientist yep. from the uh-huh. start, and his wife. And, uh-huh. um, here's where they, yeah, they try to escalate the plot by pointing out that uh, there's been methane leaks in Antarctica, mm-hmm. and that's the sign that. Everything that we've done in this world for global warming prevention has failed. Yep. Downsizing hasn't been picked up by the masses. No. So it hasn't had the effect that it needed to to prevent anything. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty much flagged that this is going to cause the end of the world. Yeah. And he's pretty much certain that it's going to happen very quickly. Very quickly or just within... I, th- I think he... like. Did he think really quickly? I thought pretty much doom. Well, he, he said of... it was the end of the world. Like Straight up, he's like, this is the end of the world. Yeah. So we then we then cut to Paul helping Noctran to bed. Mm-hmm. He starts massaging the stub that is her severed leg. Yes. She loves it a bit. He yeah. leans in to kiss her. Um, so sorry. Sorry, because again, anything he does in his mind is probably the wrong thing. Yeah. And she goes, no, I liked it. Mm-hmm. They stoop. They do. They definitely stoop. They love stoop. There's no question about it in this film. They stooped. Um... And so, yeah, the next morning they're together. We then cut to them greeting the captain and Dushan, who is just smiling at them. <laughs> and that's all he's doing. And, and then we cut to the fact that they've arrived at the original village. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go into the village. Very cult-like. Very, like, they're hippies. Norwegian, yeah. Eastern European hippies in this weird little basic combined. village. Combined. Kind yeah. of thing. Um, they get... Introduced to this very strange woman, but you also find out that this woman was a scientist in her own right, mm. um, and that Jorgen had this plan to save the world through downsizing. Mm-hmm. Um, she believed that was only the first step to what they needed to do, and for the last 16 years, this community in secret has been building a, a livable yeah. environment under the earth. Yeah. Because they knew that no matter what, it wasn't going to work, but because of the size that they're at now, they, they could. could live under the earth comfortably. Mm. And so they've set up this thing. They know the world's ending, and tonight's the night that their whole village is going to move under the earth with the plans that in a few thousand years, they will return to the surface and be the new species on earth. Yeah, if they think the world's going to end, why would they want to resurface? Because after 2,000 years, things... It'll just re-pop. It'll... Okay. Like, Environments like they said they had monitoring gear and stuff, so okay. they'd, they'd still be able to know mm-hmm. what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and Paul sees this as just this. This is it. This is yeah, what he's meant for in life. Like he gets why really... else? Why else would he be here at this yeah. exact moment? Why is you know every decision he's ever made in life and every mistake and poor decision led him to this? Mm. And in his mind, this is his way to be. Important. That important person yeah. because he can save the human race. Yeah. And so decides that I'm gonna I'm going in with them. Puts a poncho on real quick. Oh, got the bongos out. Um <laughs> playing and, out of tune, I might add. I know. He was, play, he was just like, Fuck up, Matt. Yeah. Just just And just shut up. Dujan is quick to tell him, You're an idiot. Yeah. Like he's like, What they're doing now means nothing. It's like the world could end in hundreds yeah. of years. Mm. So whatever you do right now, it's not going to affect you. No. You can live your life whatever way you want. Mm. You don't have to go off into a hole with... And he clearly calls them out as a cult. Or yeah, is that the which captain, they are. I think, and they are. Yeah. Um, and says, you know, like, they're going to lock themselves up and they're going to kill themselves in a few years. He's like, that's... They're going to attack gonna each other and they'll be dead before yeah. we are. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but nothing's stopping Paul. No. Because he wants to be the saviour. And so he, he says goodbye. Yep. And Noctran, not happy. I uh, wants to know what kind of fuck they had. <laughs> Stop laughing. 
Cam, Cam loved her broken English, clearly. <laughs> um, and she lays out the fact that Americans have eight kinds of fucks. Uh-huh. Love fuck. Pity fuck. Mm-hmm. Hate fuck. Angry fuck. Makeup fuck. Yeah, there's a lot. There's lots. And he clearly tries to make it clear that it was a... Love fuck. But he doesn't say it at that point. He no. He doesn't kind of want to engage in that conversation because he just wants her to come with him into the hole. And she says no. Yeah. Because everything that she's been through, she knows that she just wants to still help people. And yeah. that this isn't the way to do it. No, that that's just needs, helping yourself. That he needs to be yeah. in the moment helping people and mm. stop looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. And the little picture. She makes some poignant points. Yeah. Uh, again, it's not stopping Paul. No. And he's got his bags packed and he's heading down the trail. The, the tunnel. 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 And I think this is a really good point like about his character. And I think highlights why he's the way he's in life. Mm-hmm. He's clearly lazy. Yeah. He, he's not a driven man because he's behind the pack. Yeah. He, him and another guy, the last two people in, you know, this massive line of villages. And he mm-hmm. turns to the guy and he goes, oh, how long are we going to be? And he goes, oh, because he's like, I can, it feels like, uphill. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's an 11 hour hike till we get, till we get there. And at which point, as soon as you hear that it's going to take 11 hours... Yeah, you're like, he's gone. Yeah, Matt Damon's face is just, I'm done. I I've made a huge mistake. I would have I would have loved the movie more if the ending was him having that conversation and then coming out of the tunnel. And then that's it. That's it. He's, learned, he's like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. I'm just going to live my life. You don't have to have the end scene that we have. No. To kind of drive and that then, point and home. And then it keeps cutting to like Dushan and Octran and the captains. Mm. He's like, this guy's an idiot. Like he never makes the right decision. He's like, don't worry, he'll come out. Yeah. Which, and again, Dushan was right because he's a very, like he just gets people. Yeah. That's that's who he is as a, a person. Yeah, he's, he's good at reading. And of course, yeah. Matt Damon runs out, reunites with them. Um, I did enjoy this bit. They make this big deal. They're about to blow up the cave entrance. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it zooms out to what the real size is. And it's just like... <laughs> it's just, um, I thought that was clever. Yeah. yeah. Again, one point where they finally go back to the whole idea that they're, they're small, small. And there's comedy in it. They really missed a trick a lot of the time. Yeah. With this one. Anyway. Yep. So, yeah. Then they, uh, they head back. Yep. And then we get... I think it was five months later or six months later. Yeah, sometime. And Paul and... Noctran. Noctran. Really? I can't remember the name <laughs> at any point. God damn. Um, they're clearly together now. They're still helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of more the driving force behind it. Like he tells her to stay in the car while he goes and delivers food and mm-hmm. stuff. And um, he then stares off at the one man that he helped because he's finally living in the moment and looking at the smaller things and not the big picture. Uh-huh. And then the movie ends. Yeah. Yeah, he gets told to hurry up and then he walks out and that's it. Yep. God. Really? Little good moments, yeah. but it doesn't add up. The no. sum of its parts doesn't add up and it just, it just, that ending, like, I just knew it was going to end abruptly. I knew it was going to mm. have no real moment. I was yeah. just waiting for it. And it was just, yeah, it wasn't frustrating, but you just knew it was coming and that it was just going to leave you a bit. Empty. They ended in mediocrity, yeah. Which the whole film kind of coasted on. Which well, is you so can almost argue that Matt Damon's character coasted on mediocrity. Yeah. So is the, so, the movie and so its the, themes almost embodied within its main character? So they've intentionally made a meh film because that's the the point they were trying to make. Possibly. I, I would. I'd love to listen to some interviews from the director on this. Mm. And the writer, because again, I've got a lot of respect for both of them, mm-hmm. and I think they were trying to make a point, but I just don't think it was. They're trying to make too many points. Yeah, yeah. Like when they were at, when it was at its best, it was poking fun at the idea and showing what could be done, and just not this whole bullshit about climate change. Yeah. Uh, we like, get it. we get it, guys. Yeah. Climate change is bad. Yeah. If you are under the age of 40, yep. possibly even 50 nowadays. You know this. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't drill it into us. It's the old dickheads that don't get that yeah, exactly. they're ruining the world. Like We know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But, meh. See, that, oh, yeah. 
All right, so my... I'd say see it. Honestly, my recommendation mm. is to see it. Go in with a measured idea of what to expect. I think I went in just basing it off the director and the writer going, yep. this is going to be phenomenal. I, to see, the trailer didn't I, give me that vibe. That's see, the, the, tra- the trailer interested me. It got mm. me intrigued in the notion of the world of, you know, yeah. they're going to be and small. and The world is fine. Like, the building of the world is good. It's just... The narrative within the it narrative is boring. within it is just boring yeah. and just slapped together. So, so. I, I honestly would recommend people see it. Yeah. But just that idea that it's not amazing. No. It's not a real thought-provoking movie. No. It tries to be. It tries to be, but yeah. it, it, again, it misses the mark. And, you know, there are some funny moments. There's some bits that'll make you chuckle. Again, Hong Chao's character, Noctran. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, for me, she spelled... A weird tonal shift for the movie. For the movie, oh, yeah, absolutely. Idea. So yeah. I was a bit not on board it since she joined the the yeah. story. Yeah, but she she was fantastic, and she had yeah. some funny absolutely. lines which you kept trying to uh, recreate. And I said no. I held myself together. Yes, you yeah. did, but like she was good. So I think mm. there's again many parts within this movie are great. Yeah, just doesn't come together. Like Christoph Waltz is fantastic in this, mm. and I'd, I'd honestly say Matt Damon. Gives a good performance. Yeah. His, his character is believable. It's just that his character is... Boring. Boring and yeah. undriven. Yeah. And, and like, that's that's fine to have a character like that, but you need... And that's why you put characters around him yeah. that are interested. That's why you have Noctran, who's the complete opposite. Yep. Like, you, you create the yin and yang. But, yep. I don't know. He felt, eh. <laughs> yeah. All right, well... So that's your recommendation. That's my recommendation. Time yep. for you to chime in. So Cam's going to chime in here. I don't know. I think, I think when I left the cinema uh, a few days ago when we saw it, I was, I was a bit more optimistic than I am now about it. I, I thought, oh, that was that was a nice movie that annoyed me in spots. It's kind of more annoying me now, yeah, because I felt like they had something, mm. like they had a good idea and they could have this is such, this is a dark comedy like you could make a really good dark comedy yep. about like I don't know play up more to the the big versus small mm. like they kind of just did like five minutes of that and then it's just everyone being small who cares yeah um, and not air yeah, that the the actor who played Noctran who was that uh, <laughs> Hong Chow Noctram was great. Yeah. <laughs> she was... I know you say that it, it, it did absolutely create like a tonal shift, but I I felt like the movie needed that at that point because you were just following this sad sack around. Yeah. And it just kind of felt sad. Oh, you, you definitely needed someone yeah. to prep, yeah. prep him up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but... the Yeah. So, in summary, maybe like... I'm probably going to give it... Two and a half. Like it's not it's not god awful, but yeah. It's more annoying to think about what could have been than what was made. Yeah. So yeah. I I'd say give it a crack, but then if you haven't seen any of his other movies, especially Nebraska, go out and watch really that. Really go check it out. Because that yeah. is I I feel like not enough people saw that when it came <laughs> out. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the one. Dire- yeah. Let's direct them to Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we've done that pretty well. Let, let's just do the usual spiel. Uh, feel free to contact us. Absolutely. All that jargon. Uh, we'd love to hear from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, please feel free to email us with any questions, mm-hmm. any feedback. Yeah. Literally anything. Yeah. Um, at cameoguys at gmail.com. Uh, we are on all social media platforms. So mm-hmm. we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Insta. Very, very strong on Instagram. We're trying to ramp up things a little bit on Facebook yeah. lately. Yeah. Uh, but you can find us on any of those platforms just as the same name as the podcast. So mm-hmm. look up Cameo Guys and you'll find us. Yeah, because our, our, our email account, you could say, is downsizing at the minute. It is. It's just... I'm sorry about that, guys, but I really want an email. I just <laughs> You could tell me how bad that joke was, if you can call it that. Rip rip into the joke. 
All right, guys. I think that's going to be it from us this week. Um, well, for this Wednesday at for least. This Wednesday edition, um, yes. Hopefully, we'll get something out on Sunday. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see what we can see. There's plenty of stuff coming out. There is. So I don't think we'll be... We're not strapped for anything to see. No, God, yeah. no. All right, let's leave it at that. Have All a right. good one, guys. See ya. See ya.